Welcome to the Yuba and Sutter podcast. It's the Cast, covering everything you want to hear about from where you live. We're talking to politicians and community leaders and regular people, and we're going to cover the hot topics. We're going to hear the interesting stories, and we're going to address some of the issues that we care about in this community. Maybe we'll even talk to you. But for now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the show. This is the Cast. All right, now we're good. We are fucking rolling, guys. Rock and roll. Welcome to the Askcast. Yeah. Uh, super glad to have you guys back. Thanks, man. Uh, it's good to be back. You, you say Askcast or Askcast? Uh, so I, sometimes I say it like in a, like a little bit of a blur. So a little bit of both. Nobody can tell. So if you say Askcast, it starts to get some people's attention. You know well, what I mean? Welcome like to the Askcast. Askcast, yeah. Like, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, if you guys didn't look at the, uh, the intro when you guys clicked on this podcast, I am with uh, Polly and Stevie of On Off. Uh, Dave is uh, wandering around the property... Uh, yeah, he's on the phone to Ireland. He, he, he's not much of a talker anyway, though. Uh, he's mostly listening, I'm saying, I'd say, with his phone. But he's in good form. He's, yeah, he's, he's, a good, he's a happy dude. He yeah. always seems happy. Yeah, we do have him enclosed just like the dog, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. He's got a radio collar so he can't stray too far away. He goes away too far, he gets a little shock. Yep. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I want that. Treat, I want that treatment too. <laughs> You're into it, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so, so we're talking. You, you guys got a lot of stuff coming up here. Um, you guys have been busy. I feel like this last year, and uh, it's all coming to to what, what's happening. Yeah, we uh, went on a load of touring last year, and um, you know, we just got to go to all these places we've never been to before. So it was kind of wild. That's right. Um, right. You, you guys went back east. I, I forgot that just happened not too long ago. Yeah, uh, in the a few south, months ago. Yeah, yeah. Just before brilliant. Christmas. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, going to places like New Orleans and you know North Carolina, South Carolina, Nashville. Um, we had a blast. You know, we went around in a motorhome. That's awesome. You know, five guys farting, and just <laughs> just having a good time. Yeah, farting, drinking, and driving. Farting, drinking, not and drinking driving. and driving. Drinking, somebody's driving. Yeah, oh, we had a drive. Oh, there was a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. that. You can do it in, um, in <laughs> Kentucky and stuff. Yeah, yeah I feel Louisiana like a few spots where it's yeah. it's not uh, frowned upon. Well, they have drive-in um, margarita stands, just like we would pull up for coffee. You know, you see a line of like ten, fifteen cars, and they're all there to get their well, margaritas. Why not? Right? Like, like as long as you're getting not getting sloshed. Well, we're doing yeah. something wrong, I think, if we're not able to just go up and pull up any time in the day and get a margarita, right? That, that's what I'm saying, right? We Although you're not supposed to, I think it's against the law. They won't sell uh, alcohol on Sundays. Oh, one of those states, <laughs> which didn't suit us, so we had to bring our own. Had, okay, BYOB. Yeah. Well, America's kind of crazy. The different states that you go to, you know, every every state has their own rules and it, it's way like a little, of life. It's like a little mini country almost. Like, like yeah. you know, you go here, like, oh, we do it this way here, and it's it's it. You know, when you get there, it's like the roads feel a little bit differently. The people are a little bit different. Like yeah. they all speak the same it's language. The culture, it's, it's a little it's, bit culture is well, different. Well, definitely when we were different. in Texas, people were just driving whatever whatever way they wanted on the, the road, right? They just they did whatever they wanted. You know, it's so, wild. Remember we were driving and I think it was into Dallas and this guy just kind of went up the slip road on the left and just bombed up. He was just a <laughs> massive just, truck. I'm just going to go. Well, we didn't see him and then all of a sudden he just, just goes just <laughs> right by us, you know. Was, do you remember that, no? Yeah, and then there was, some, there was some storms as well and, you know, we're kind of taking it easy and these big rigs are coming past at like just 90 miles by. an hour. Yeah, the, and the, the whole, our whole rig then know. shakes, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun. We survived. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you know we we took Christmas off, and Stevie went back to Ireland for a bit, and then we pretty much came back and did our first show back at the New Year there, like a week or so ago. It was like an all ages thing down downtown Marysville, and um, 
we had like a line of kids crowd surfing for the whole show. It was pretty crazy. It was that, that, that's awesome. I, I, I love. I've seen you guys. I feel like a handful of times. A, a little young kids like in the crowd and yeah. gets on stage, just hops, in, just dives in the audience, and, yeah. and just having a good time. You know, someone sent me a video of the show, one of the songs we were doing, and I, I kid you not, like there was at least thirty kids in a line just going one after another, waiting crowd, their turn, surfing. just <laughs> pretty much waiting their turn. Like these kids are only like six. You know, yeah, they they range maybe up seven in in, uh, in in ages too. I think the word has got around that you can safely come to an on-off show and crowd surf, and people won't let you fall. So that's you good. know people anticipate that now, which is great because when you see the little kids that are loving it, it's you know that rock and roll is still alive. Dude, know? there's kids that are into music. They, they, I see them at shows and they're just having a good time. They're with their dad. They're in the mosh. You know, the dad's got them in the back of the mosh pit or whatever. Yeah. They're just having a good time. And like, I just think when that kid gets back to school fucking mind-blowing story for his friends like, dude i was at the show dope out you know just having yeah. a, just having a good time got, he's got stories to tell oh man when i was watching that video i have to send it to you all but like it's you know you can see the joy in their faces which is pretty wild but they just want also to the joy on the parents faces when they see their kid having a great time and and it's safe you know like if if i think back to my first show i, I might have been you know 10 or 11 but you know these kids are getting up there and they're four five six and if we can kind of ignite that spark in them early yeah, on, you start know, them young. Yeah, yeah, totally. They, they, they get that that passion passion for music, and then, and then if they need lessons, they just uh, <laughs> w- w- they go to Institute of Rock and, and get it, some yeah. job security, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see you guys down there every now and then. Cause I, I I'll go to Stewart's uh, next door, mm. uh, the, the Gilchrist whatnot, and I, I mm. see the 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 insides all lit up and and uh, people in the waiting room, and and your place looks fucking beautiful man Thanks i love very it much. Yeah, pop yeah, yeah. in the next time i mean we both teach down there and it's um never in my life did i think i'd be a teacher you know yeah all yeah. of these years later but you know we're teaching rock and roll and kind of passing the torch so to speak like there's obviously a lot of life left in us left on the stage but the whole idea is to get the kids you know get them excited in themselves get, get that get next up generation on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i love it man you guys are building the, the future of rock stars yeah well it's Guys and girls, it's it's wild. Like, even my own kids, like my daughter Mayla, she's eight. She came to me there, I'd say about two weeks ago, and was like, "Oh, somebody met uh, Stevie Nicks down at the rock school." And I was like, "No, I don't think Stevie <laughs> Nicks was down there." And she goes, "No, no, it was Stevie Nicks." I says, "Are you sure it wasn't your uncle Stevie teaching?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah. It might, it might, it might have been <laughs> Stevie." It like, might have been. And some kid in her school, Stevie teaches, so it's kind of cool. But like, same thing as well. She comes in with. An on-off shirt, male is like, you know, that's my dad's band, right? And they're on, little eight-year-old yeah, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. having their little playground talk. But it's, it's kind of funny, you know. The word travels. All the kids now are more fan, bigger fans, I suppose, than the yeah, rest I, of the I, people. I, I, I was excited. I was at, I was at the Hard Rock, and uh, they had a little uh, bar thing set up. Uh, like, the, there's a person that does the uh, mobile bar thing for events, Fine, yeah. um, and they had like their, their name tags, and they had they had bands, and somebody had some. Uh, you know, the Grateful Dead or something. And then I looked at the other person and, and her thing said on off. And I was like, I was, what? I was like, what is that? Like, what, like, what do you got there? Like, oh, it's a, ba- it's a, ba- it's like, I know who it is, but oh, like, we like, made it to hard yeah, rock. Yeah, Stevie. It was, it was, made uh, it to hard rock. Yeah, it was cool. She, she had her, uh, she had her on off thing right there representing. I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? oh, that's a good thing. I said, I think, you know, yeah, it's a good thing. It's yeah, a good it's thing. A good thing. Yeah. They have they make them do that pick a band, right? Yeah, 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 band. yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, so you, you guys are on a name tag at the Hard Rock. Fuck yeah. That was cool. <laughs>
No, that's cool. So, so you guys got some new music coming out, or or uh, it might be already out by out. the time yeah, this yeah, is released. Just, yeah, just came out. Yeah, yeah, new track. It's the second track off the new album that's gonna come out to some point before the summer here. Um, you know, the last track that we released was called Blah Blah Blah, and it was pretty crazy song and that was a good song i like yeah. it i like it crazy music video too um so we just we decided to do something a little different like all the singles that's coming off this next album are all different in ways like blah 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 was very synthesizer driven and crazy like queen type bohemian rhapsody harmonies so um you know when we when we wrote this album and when we were producing it we wanted to flood the tracks with as much different types of you know recording instruments that we don't normally have on stage yeah, yeah, live. Yeah. so um i think what matters most is the first song we ever did with a string section um so you know the intro of the song is all strings and we just kind of got really like kind of artsy with it but um it's a great message great song and it's a fun one to play live and, w- um, and w- what's the song called what matters most what matters most yeah. um you know it's it's definitely a fun song. Um, we enjoy it, you know. What? What? Uh, when you add things like strings and stuff, how, how does that work? Uh, like, do you find somebody that can rock out on the strings, or is it all like digital nowadays? No, we actually got a guy, uh, Georgie. He's a Greek, I think. I don't know. He's from somewhere, somewhere. in Europe, <laughs> somewhere. you know. Um, but no, he lives here in Sacramento. He's an amazing guy, amazing musician. Um, you know, we sent him a demo of the song. And he went and he recorded um, real string instruments and just left me with a whole bunch of tracks. So oh. I, sp- I spent a couple of hours one day in the studio and I just sliced, found what I liked when I was Put it up. producing the track. And it took a minute to get what I wanted because, you know, with music you can manipulate sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is digital, but the source... Is, sound, is origi- is, yeah, is, is, it's is not it's not just created analog, from, a, from a, yeah. yeah 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 and um you know strings violins violas cellos it's all uh you know an acoustic instrument anyway so you know but then you can go into the realm of the digital and you can fine tune it and you can even change Tweak how it, it sounds uh, yeah 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 so you know we wanted to it's funny what matters most when we when we originally went into record it we had one intention with that song and then as you go through the recording process of it, you realize that you start hearing different things. And, you know, when we recorded this album, we did it in Sacramento, but then we ended up out in Texas for a while, and then we ended up out in New York for a while. So we kind of traveled, and every time we went to a different place, it was like you have some time to breathe the song before you go to the next location to yeah, add, yeah, yeah, add a yeah. bit of magic to it. And, um, you know, the drums changed... Uh, and then obviously bringing in uh, the strings was a massive, you know, direction we never really planned to go with, with the song. We wanted this kind of pop, in-your-face song, you know. And now it's become more, more so like a ballad, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's amazing to do, to, like, a, to go back onto the live production of it but you know when we perform it live we actually don't have a string section yeah, 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 yeah. with us but we have you, you, you like backing that, tracks yeah, and stuff we can have tools that will, will produce that live for us but that all with the the main band sitting with it it's fucking epic too it's great great to play you know very impactful 
Yeah, yeah. So. I, I love that. I love that, man. Mm. It's so cool how you can take music. Uh, for, for one, you can add so much more yeah. than just, you know, uh, you just add, I don't know, just, it's just, it's awesome. And it's, well, it's we, always magical to me because I have no fucking clue how that works. I can't, I don't have the talent, I don't have the skill, I don't have the, uh, the yeah. brain to put music together, well, you know? We're, we're always learning. Like, we've never walked really with a producer. Now, we, we did walk with Brian Wheat from Tesla with this record, but... um. Brian, you know, so when we started the process of it, it was towards the end of COVID. So, you know, everybody was trying to just restart that engine again. So, um, you know, our previous records and stuff, we've always uh, tried to do production value of different sounds and crazy people talking in the background. <laughs> and, um, sometimes we have pulses and heartbeats and all these oh, things yeah, that yeah, you, yeah. you know, when you listen deep deeper, y- you can hear all you those can little... pick up on a lot of different things and. Um, we all agreed when we when we were, you know, in the writing stages of this album and w- choosing what tracks we wanted to go on it that we would, like I said, try and flood it with different attempts. Like our next single has a brass section in it; it's a oh. full-on brass section. Um, the one that's going to follow that then has a brass and string section. So we went full on with all these different processes, but I don't think there's one one song on the new album that isn't backed by a bigger, produ- bigger production, which is great because, you know, the intention and the goal at some point would be to take a brass section or a string section out with us and, and try and replicate that. I feel like that would be an epic live show where you, yeah. just, you have all these fucking people just, you well, know. We've been big fans of, like, even with this, this show that's coming up now at the end of the month, the Speakeasy show, like, we're doing this MTV Unplugged style concert, which is something that a lot of our fans and friends and family have all been like, we'd love to see you guys acoustic. We'd love to come in and see it raw. Yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. As raw yeah. as it gets. But, but myself and himself and yourself, I'm sure, and the listeners have all grown up with MTV Unplugged. So all our, some of our favorite bands have all done those shows and they bring the string sections and the brass sections and all this kind of thing. And, you know, we had a brass section for a while there, a couple of years back, and everything we did, we brought anything that was big, we'd bring the brass section. And and the live production, it made it so much more fun, right? Like it was, it filled out that sound. And I just, I, I can't wait for the day we can sit there and do like a what do they call it? S and M by Metallica, is it? Mm-hmm. S and M by Metallica. They have the a, orchestra when they do with the full orchestra. The full, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, I'd l- love to do that. And I feel like visually, it just adds something cool to like I don't know, it just adds some like visual interest to things. And you got, yeah. you got, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's that's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, it's just a, we're a three piece band, so it's sometimes when we play live, like we, we very it's very important to us to sound good live. Like yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. work hard on that, but. Um, Sometimes it's uh, when you work with extra magi- musicians like Dupree, the rapper, her, our friend Dupree, yeah. the Bay Bully. Like when he comes on and performs with us too, it's it's electric. You it's know? dope, dude. He, it's, he brings it's another so element. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exciting for us. It's not that it's it's just when we do it as a trio. It's still amazing, but when you, you're feeling this brand new energy off someone else on you, stage, you switch it up a little bit. Yeah, you, you add a little bit it, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it straightens. It you changes out, you know? the tone a little bit. Yeah, it just it, yeah. it does it. Yeah, mm. I love it, man. But you know, this Speakeasy show now it's on the 23rd and the 24th, the end of the month. And we're doing it in um, Marysville at Stewart's place, the the whatnot. But it's called Navis now, isn't it? Navis place. N- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, that's gonna be a wild night too for us. Um, we just 
started doing our production for that to figure out what we're actually going to do because <laughs> you know we can't hide behind the big amps and the loud guitars and sc- yeah, yeah, screaming yeah, yeah. our head off it's going to be a little bit nerving for us as singers because you know when we do it as a band a live band you can go up there and scream your head off for an hour and a half but this is going to be real hey, how's that work with like drums and stuff like because you, you, you are you bringing like a drum set down there do you have a special you like the same drums down? it's kind of stripped back but i use uh brushes oh because so they're so actually like plastic yeah plastic yeah yeah brushes uh kind of tones down the sound obviously i won't be hitting as it's good yes yeah, hard that's and, a very small like intimate place it's yeah. a it's a if, if you haven't been there guys uh people that are listening Stuart's speakeasy is fun. it's amazing it's beautiful down yeah, there it's, it's very like intimate it's a great spot for music mm. uh, I, I love that place I feel like that's why we're doing two nights because uh, a lot of people want to see this but I guess we're going to try and cram you know 45 maybe 50 people down there yeah, yeah, which yeah. is maxed it, it, it's, out it's, if, that is maxed out yeah. for sure yeah but it's going to be a cool thing you know like kind of a candlelit performance private performance of there's going to be a lot of people there that know our catalogue so it's going to be really cool to play these songs on a different setting different yeah, yeah, way yeah. and switching it up you know we like i said we're just about to go into production for it to figure out what we're going to do but like stevie wants to play some piano and s- some of the songs which we might P- piano man i didn't i didn't I don't think i knew that maybe, yeah. maybe i did maybe i did so like the drums will be there but like i, I think me, myself and himself discussed it a wee bit on the phone a couple of times like we will set up but I don't know, like, there might be even a song where I don't play guitar. We'll let the two guys hold the music and I'll just hold the shaker and sing. And we're really trying to flip flip the coin on it and um, give give some, give some the people something they've never seen with the band. But, you know, Stevie's a great piano player and I play a bit of piano too. But, I, you know, we'll flip it up. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Try and get Dave to play the drums, maybe for a track. Does he? Does he play other? other does he play other he instruments can, he besides can the bass? Play a couple of different things. Yeah, yeah. I'm a great guitar can. player too. Is he? Yeah. More of a jazz yeah. kind of. Okay. Oh, he's a bluesy guy, blues, Dave yeah. on the guitar, but um, yeah, phenomenal bass player. But you know, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's so strange that when you come and see on off, everybody just thinks, oh, well. He just plays he the just bass. Play, yeah, he, that, that's what, he just kind of has that. He's up there playing the bass. He rocks it. It's funny because he's so kind of quiet. Like he's just kind of yeah. like you know on stage. He's he's up to rocking, man. Yeah, I like I, it. I know it's great. Um, you yeah. know, once the power stance is in motion, something's going to go down. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does have that power stance, dude. It's yeah, yeah. But we might, you know, we might throw in uh, some, you know, so Nirvana unplugged. Right, it's the most selling. Um, I read a quote there the other day. Like I think it's the one of the most it's sold the most live albums, one of the mm. most selling live albums of all time is the Nirvana Unplugged. Now I have it on vinyl. I listen to it all the time. Love it, right? But yeah. they play a lot of covers on that, a lot of different things. Like the Man Who Sold the World by D- David Bowie is one of them, and then there's another one there um, about your girl not coming home at night or something oh. and, and it, um, <laughs> where did you sleep last where did night? you sleep oh. last night um you know i think he does a melvin song or something too i don't know but like i i, I was this week i've been really trying to pick my musical brain of like what, what would obscure be cover could we do like i was even thinking about like the U- human league is that what you call it don't you want me baby oh, yeah. or something you know <laughs> but um you know, when all these bands do this, like that's that's where the magic happens. Although people go and see and they love the catalog they're hearing, but it's that rare track that 
Like the man who sold the world by David Bowie when Nirvana did that, that's the only recording of that song. Oh by Nirvana, like you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he makes a mistake on the guitar on the solo part. So every time you hear that it's like a reminder for me, it's like fuck that's that there's only one version of that, but yet they do it so so magically. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try and uh stick with camera or two in there and we're gonna try and, you know, track the concert too so who knows man we might get a track or two off it that we can use we're, we're trying to put together this like kind of live album because we've been here 10 years now randy so yeah it's yeah, like yeah for over the 10 years it's like we've recorded in all these live scenarios all over the states and we have like even before christmas we played two shows back to back in sacramento like really successful nights but we recorded those shows and shit happened some some of the tracks worked some of them didn't he kind of broke his wrist one of the songs and all of us all this <laughs> crazy stuff that went on but there's definitely a couple of golden moments there so who knows what we capture here at the speakeasy might end up on that record too a track or two yeah know? yeah yeah do, do, do you guys record all your uh like all your music when you play live shows Is sometimes that... it just depends on the level of production that's going in you know we could have last week or the week before it skips but sometimes it's best um i think we all agreed after those shows before christmas because we put so much time into the production to try and capture the best recording yeah could. yeah yeah and i think that ruined that i think somebody behind the scenes should just make it happen without us knowing because if we know about it we stiffen up we st- oh yeah yeah, and yeah we try yeah. and we try you know you just want to go on there and you don't you don't want to be thinking oh shit this might be the, the, this, this is the one chance we have to get chance, it right yeah yeah know? yeah so like i prefer i think we all agreed before, after that going like the next time we do this let's just fucking do it you know and, and not care about the best the well, I mean, like, like you're saying, like Nirvana, you said he's got a mistake in the solo. Is that? Yeah. I, I mean, I would have no clue because what the fuck do I know? But, yeah. uh, but I, like, just, uh, it's like it's an authentic moment of, I mean, you know, like, like you hear the the produced versions and you guys play it. Pro- I mean, I, I don't know how it works totally, but yeah. you probably play the song, you record the track, you know, play it and play it until oh, it's like studio, that was the right take. Like Exactly. In the studio, you're trying to make everything technically perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you listen to it and you go. No, I can do better, and then you'll go back in and do it. But then when it's live, it's it's captured forever. You know, it's like a painting. Like every artist will look at their own painting and go, "Like, ah, nah, I could have done something could different, have done yeah, better." Yeah, you know, yeah. and at some stage, you kind of just have to go, "That's it, ship it, and let's move on." Well, you know, as well as even the last show we did, somebody put up a video of what matters most, and it's like I fucked up the song completely, like. Both verses, I flipped lyrics and made oh. it, so it was a complete, made a complete arse of the song. Like and it's like, fuck, man, I've sang this song a thousand times, so it's like, but when the moment is there, and just, this is our new single. But I, I, I feel like you that's know? part of like the perfor- like live performances. Is that's just that's just what you do? Like, no, like, it is, but we wouldn't be artists if we didn't strive to be better each time. You know, that's what we try to do. We try to, you know, replicate what we do in the studio live and then when it doesn't happen you kind of go ah we'll get it next time we get, yeah know? yeah yeah so because it means we care if we didn't care well then we wouldn't give a shit really what what it sounds well, like yeah yeah that's, that's I can say I, I, I've heard you guys play live a bunch of times and like I gotta say and everyone agrees with us you guys sound so like I don't know if they're like tight together like like yeah. you guys sound so good together like you hear their bands like oh that band's good that band's good and then you guys get on there and play and it's just like 
everything just feels like it's perfectly in sync. It's so in sync with each other. Uh, yeah. well, it just sounds incredible. Well, we've been together a long time playing, and I think like what just like what Stevie said, it's like we're we're really trying to be better every time. Like that's, but sometimes you just it's just happening, and you're thinking about like what you ate for dinner or something, and you're like you're on stage in front of couple of hundred people and you're not even you don't even realize you're on the stage you're just kind of thinking about your dead dog or something like <laughs> you know yeah 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 i, I don't know do, do you guys get like the the out-of-body experience when you guys are on uh, when you guys are playing because I, I know like comedy if I'm, I'm up there you know i'm super nervous flow. but but flow well, state. You, you get to that yeah. flow state and you're just you know you almost don't even know what's happening you're just you're just yeah, doing like, like paulie said a few times you know people would look at me and go wow you're so happy you know you're smiling and laughing i'm don't get me wrong i'm having a great time but i know everything is going right if like paulie said i'm thinking about what i'm gonna have for dinner tomorrow Which, okay, oh, okay i'm gonna go do this tomorrow spend time whatever it is you are somewhere else and that doesn't mean that you don't want to be there it just means that you're not over analyzing you're in that flow state you just have yeah it's yeah, just yeah, happening yeah. and it's great Absolutely. and then when you understand that that flow state is happening well then you just let it happen and you don't think about what you're doing too much otherwise you're going to mess up that, 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 that's what else i know so when you start thinking about it that, that's when you get brought back into the, the situation and you're like oh, oh shit yeah. shit you know i'm doing this yeah is it one two three or is it three two one or is it <laughs> yeah yeah well, the same thing with messing up the song. Like I was just saying a minute ago, it's um, because I was doing trying to get the speech right before this is our new single and it's coming out and all this, trying to really connect everybody to the fact that this is a brand new song and then it's fucking you shite out of your mouth, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's it's great. It's great. We we love we love writing. We love creating, you know, although we're bringing out a new album this year, which has taken a minute. Um, we are an independent band, so you know. Although we have some companies that work with us and stuff, we we fund this all ourselves. You do all the work it's yourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all create the the timeline of how it's gonna work. And I put out a post there recently about like you know it's great to get here and get another single out, and it is an, a great achievement for us. But it's also it's it's a long road. We don't we can't just flip the switch and expect all this stuff to come out and couple of close friends of ours that are, are musician friends you know they, they keep an eye on us and they're always hey what's the deal with the album and when's it coming out but you just don't want to waste it either yeah yeah just yeah not professionally releasing it and you know what matters most came out we have uh planetary the planetary group which is like the Foo fighters pr company and there's a load of okay go there's lots of different acts um you know to to get those guys to push the record is just, just one professional way you need to look at to release music then getting across all the platforms professionally and release dates and it takes time you know the first track blah 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 we released in what 2022 the summer of 2022 and then we went on a whole you know i think i got covid that night you know so it still <laughs> existed in, in 2022 and there's a whole moment of just trying to commit to your personal lives and stevie end up having a baby but yeah, and yeah, this yeah. Is just stevie got married that summer too as well so it's like it's a couple of different things that they're not distractions but you just got to get on with your own personal life yeah too yeah sometimes. You, 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 you have your you have your personal life and you have the band yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, you gotta make it work together yeah you got it's all a balancing act but um we we really tried to come into 2024 with the intention of getting a couple of singles out getting the album out because we're already in the process of writing the next one so it's it's um it's just it's like a 
it's a race to get it out sometimes, but also like you know what's the saying? You know the turtle and the <laughs> oh, hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's a fun thing. We love the band and we and we we love creating, but sometimes it's just you just wish the process was a little bit quicker and you had a big major record label making sure like fucking taylor swift the other day it's like you know let's release my next album right in the middle of the grammys or whatever the fuck it was and her boyfriend is on the super bowl yeah, final yeah. <laughs> it's just all perfect this team of people making sure millions and millions of dollars are being made all the time it's, you know it, it's hard i mean it's hard because you guys are a musician you guys are a band and then but you have the the production side which that's not i wouldn't say that's a musician usually you have a producer that does that stuff that yeah, takes care yeah. of that then you have the yeah. marketing side and yeah. Uh, you know, coordinating all that stuff so it does get released when you guys want it released. It's it's well, being in an in independent band, you have to wear many hats. Yeah, you know, we have been offered uh, deals for the new album. We have been offered labels, but you know, there's small deals with with stuff that you know isn't any better than what we're doing on our own at the moment. You know, we completely funded the recording and the production of the new album and. You know that's that's ours. So it's yeah. just like a, a baby. You're not just going to hand your baby over to anybody. To, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably nice too because you don't have any uh, restrictions or you don't have somebody telling you do it this way. I, mean, I don't know if that's how it works. You know, when you when you pass it off to someone, but well, definitely a major label would have an input on what singles are out next, what yeah. kind of sound you have, and you know, even some labels when you sign a, a multi-album deal, they will say, you know, we want five studio albums one live album and then one greatest hits something like that you know yeah. which you have no control over you just kind of sign the contract and and do what you gotta do, do yeah, you know? yeah 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 not all record deals are like that but a lot of them would be especially these days where there's millions and millions involved yeah 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 definitely yeah. like that your hands are tied to something or other yeah yeah well you know there's still people we, we listen to our family and our friends and you know there's not people telling us what to do, but which is kind of cool. But sometimes you kind of wish there was somebody there cracking the whip. It's, it's kind of nice, like yeah, have, yeah, like like you you can get rid of all those thoughts of what you have to do and just okay, I have to do this because they said do this, and, well, yeah, and like, that know, does make it easy well, in, we, in some respects. We work hard at what we do, but sometimes you know you need to take a day off, and then sometimes that day off turns into a week off. <laughs> and if there was somebody there going and you were paying them to tell you, hey, you can't take a fucking week off. Maybe you wouldn't take you that week yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So sometimes there's benefits of being in an independent band or being an independent artist because you, you're your own boss. But sometimes it's like, fuck, we shouldn't have spent that $1,000 on that dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we should have bought more merch. We should, we should, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was a time, man, and what, when we were on tour, I think we were in, like, Virginia Beach or something, and it was Dave's birthday, like, and... Fucking fifteen hundred bucks later, and we're all drunk, just having fuck, a <laughs> you know. And we're like, maybe we should have. There should have been somebody there could, going, could, you know, you, you could have got Taco Bell, <laughs> and you know, big old big old burrito pack for hell yeah, cheap, yeah. yeah, totally. But anyway, it's all fun and games, yeah. But yeah, we've, um, yeah, we've like I said, we've lots of shows coming up. Let's, yeah, let's hear about what you have coming up. Yeah, well, apart from the speakeasy stuff on the 23rd and the 24th, we go back up to our beloved Pistol Pete's in Auburn, which we love that venue. That's, um, a, that's a great place. I, I haven't seen a live band there, but the, the venue itself, is it's it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we've played Pete's probably f for the last 10 years as well. Like, it was one of the first places we kind of started playing when we got here. And Pete, the owner, is fantastic. But the venue itself is epic. And, you know, we first started playing there years ago with some radio station, um, 
Rock 106 or something. It was Greg's station and it was epic, you know. We met a lot of bands playing there over the time, but you know, you grow and you get you expand your wings and now when we go there we just kind of go by ourselves with a DJ so we 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 bring one of our we, a lot of DJ friends yeah so one of our friends is coming and spinning tracks and we'll go on and we'll I think we're doing two sets so um yeah we love Pete's and all the people of Auburn love to party which is great yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but um you know we it's wild so a lot of these places like the last time we played Pete's I think was January last year, we went went to play the Whiskey A Go Go, which you came to. I was there. That, that was yeah, a, that you was were there. A, that was a wild ride, dude. That was fantastic. That's I, epic. I forgot. Well, yeah, I yeah, yeah. forgot about it. But the night before that, we played Pistol Pete's. I was pretty hungover. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember the morning. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. you know, it's been a year when you think about it. But it's the same thing in Paradise. We played this place in Jen, Jen's place in Paradise, and. You know, we were the first band to play in Paradise after the campfire. Oh. So we got to meet a lot of people, um, very thankful people, going, wow, like, thank you for coming. It was a bit, a little bit premature getting a band in, but we came, we were invited, and we rocked, and we, 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 we brought, a brought a smile to a lot of people's I love it. Pa- I love faces. It. But, you know, we got to meet the chief, the fire chief and stuff. He's in that documentary, and a lot of the people in Paradise, when when we played there in the past... They're showing us their, are telling us their story from the campfire, and it's it's there's a, there's a great connection the band to the people of Paradise on off. Yeah, we, we yeah, have great connection. So, I don't think we've played Jen's place probably for at least a year, year and a half too. So we're going back to these places that we've had such a good buzz in, and we've always been received so well. So, you know, it's exciting to go back to these places because it's been a minute, but um. We play Jen's, so we've Pistol Pete's, a lot of these shows are in March, but um, Pistol Pete's is the 2nd of March, and then the 8th, we're at Jen's Place Paradise, and then on the 9th, we headline the Buckeye Parade, which oh, is nice, nice, nice. Um, down in, outside of the Wood Butcher this year, which is oh. going to be epic, yeah, in the car park there, they're going to build a big stage, and it's going to, that we're excited, we headlined it last year. As well, yeah. So we were invited back, which is always a good thing. That's a good sign. Um, so yeah, we were excited for that, and then you know St. Paddy's Day. I, I, I feel like it's the big one. I feel, I feel like everyone loves, you know, known Irish people on, you know, like, on like, St. Paddy's like, yeah, yeah, Day. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a wild thing for fucking Americans for some reason. Yeah, well, I can't I can't even remember where we played last year for St. Paddy's Day, but we always uh, we were down in Walnut Creek in the Bay Area. Oh, retro junkie. Oh. Great place, um, and that was a wild night. We were playing with um, a U two tribute band. It's just always great. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, the Opera House Roseville on the seventeenth, which is actually a matinee show. Um, I think the doors open at three, so I think Roseville do like a St Paddy's Day parade. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And um, Roseville's a happening spot on St Paddy's Day. Is it? Yeah, we we've played the Opera House couple of times in the past but there's the irish bar across the street called the box and donkey and oh. then you have uh the opera house it's all in this little kind of section i think it's called old roseville old, now yeah, old yeah, yeah 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 but um yeah we always have a blast in roseville on paddy's night and so but the doors for our show open at three and i think we go on stage a little bit after that and there's a dj that night as well um 
DJ Rude Dog, good friend of ours. Shout out to all our DJs. <laughs> but yeah, we'll probably rock that, and then we'll probably, I think they'll have their own little session after that, but we'll probably end up with the Boxing Donkey. I think um, another damn disappointment is playing there that night. Oh, dude, I, I, I might, oh, man, that's, uh, I, I've got a thing that night on, on St. Paddy's Day, but uh, right. I, I, I used to listen to ADD, like, back back in the day when yeah. I was, like, probably, like, 16, yeah. whatever, 18. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Good dudes, and they fucking, they rock. Well, that weekend, if you're listening, you want to come party with the only Irish people you probably fucking know. I, I was going to ask, when you guys see an Irish bar, is it, like, is it usually an Irish bar, or is it usually, like, hi, I'm Randy, this is my Irish bar, is it, like, is it, like... <laughs> No, the the boxing donkey, it's like it's authentic. Okay, okay. I think you know we when, when we play in Roseville. So if we were playing at the Goldfields or if we were playing at the Opera House, normally after sound checks we'll walk over to the boxing donkey because they've good Guinness. So we'll go and have a pint of Guinness and maybe a sneaky whiskey. But um, yeah, there's some places you go into. You know, like we played a place on tour there last year, and um, myself and Stevie and Dave love a good pint of Guinness. Like we love it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Well, it has to be right. So there's some places you can go into the bar and you'll you'll see it, they have Guinness on top. So there was this place we played um had a big massive pool hall attached to it. So once we noticed there was a Guinness top, I think there was two Guinness tops, which is definitely a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> but we went straight up to the there was during sound checks and the bands we were with Adima and Smile Empty Soul. We were all just kinda in the process of loading in, so it was the sound check sec- section of the night. So there's a lot of downtime. Everybody's moving their parts. But like we went up, we said, hey, is that any what Stevie or myself would say if we went into an Irish bar is, has there been much pour on, on the pints? Because, you know, you don't want that pint that's sticking in the line. And the, oh, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. So that's the shit pint. That's, that's going to make your shit green. <laughs> so we'll always exp- ask that. And if they explain, like, oh, no, there hasn't been. And then our next question would be probably is, do you know how to pour a pint of Guinness? And then they'll go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we go, yeah, but do you? Do, do, yeah. You know, and then normally they go, well, what? They get offended. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we yeah, go, like, look, honestly, we're not trying to be dickheads here. There's a way of pouring a pint. Like, an, I'll take a pint if you want to pour it. And then normally they'll just fill it do right the, up to the top. Yeah, yeah. And, and there you go. And it's like, I'm not drinking that. Because there's a way of pouring a pint of Guinness. So this specific venue, or particular venue, we got to go behind the bar and pour and our own pints. And both myself and Stevie walked back in Ireland years and years ago as bartenders and servers and all this kind of thing, and nightclubs and bars and whatever. But, um, you know, he knows how to put, like, shamrocks in the head of it. Okay. And, and dicks. Oh, oh, all sorts if of you make the so middle one a little bit longer, it looks like a cock and ball. So, <laughs> so you know, we, we thought the bartenders there, and I'd, I'd say we supped down at least four or five pints, which is always a good Then all thing. the bands were like, I need to have one of these, so that there was just a steady line. Big, oh, good, 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 good. I, you, you brought the place in business, you got... Well, yeah. I mean, at some stage, you know, we're loading in our equipment, and then the bands go out, and then they come back in, and then they see me and him behind the bar and they're just like, how the fuck did you guys get in there? What are you doing in there? And you're like, this is what we're doing in here. Try one of these pints. <laughs> it's a meal. Yeah. You know, Guinness, if it's done right, man, it's great. I used to work for Guinnesses, so my all and my family. So, I, you know, my grandfather and my mom and my dad and me all worked for Guinnesses. So, <laughs> you know, it's like in the family. But if you're Irish, it's part of your heritage. It's part, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. But... 
you know, after March, we've a couple of shows in April. Um, but realistically, we are going back in after March into production for the next music video. We've a great location and we've a great concept, and it, we're lucky to be able to. We're going to be doing two music videos on the oh. same location, which right is on. great. So um, we'll probably knock that out in April, and then there's loads of shows in April. There's loads of shows in March, but you know, Dave is having a baby now with his wife. I, I, congratulations, Dave! I didn't yeah. know that. Congratulations, David! But yeah, he he uh, he's going to need a wee bit of downtime. Yeah, yeah. Which we respect that and let him do his thing. But our goal, I suppose, is really to get this current album out before the summer and. Um, you know, we have our Grasshopalooza festival that I've just started the process of, of trying to make happen, which we had a really successful Grasshopalooza last year in Grass Valley. That's our own festival. So, um, you know, we'll probably plan that for the end of May, start of June. And it's like a two stage, two stages, oh, probably about right on. 20 bands. Um, so there's, it's busy, the next couple of months are busy, but you know we're really trying to figure out with our management about getting back out on the road out to texas um we want we don't want to go as out as far as the east coast just yet but you know there's talk about some tours which they might happen they might not happen but um i can name drop but it's irrelevant because it might not happen you yeah, know? yeah 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 you want to wait till it's a little more solidified yeah, yeah but, but it would be great to get back out again but the, the thing is is um going as far out as the east coast is amazing but like one of these tours we were offered just like a week or two ago the first shows in brooklyn new york and it's like fuck man do i really want do we really want to drive from california to, to, to you gotta drive you gotta bring our equipment out there it's, it's a it's a the last tour the first show that we had on the on the uh on the dates was in uh, tennessee, tennessee so you know 42 hour drive before you play a show and we missed Halloween and all. We had to leave the day before uh, Halloween, and um, you know, forty-eight hours plus in a, you know, a tour bus. This is I'm kind of writing a song here as I go. Forty-eight hours plus in a tour bus sounds like with a, a lot of farts. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Because you're just kind of sitting there waiting. Just yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did love the, we love touring. We love being on the road. It's it's pretty epic to be out there. Hell yeah, you know, but. I mean, I, I, I'm over here working in an office, just typing away, you know. And you yeah. guys are just down the fucking road. Yeah, we know. did invite you. You did, you did, you we did, did invite uh, yeah, you. you did. Yeah, and maybe you'll come sometime. But I just, I think we all, we all kind of treat this. There's a lot of downtime sitting in the back of a bus waiting to get to eight yeah. hours to the next show, and it's like, hey, I don't think I want to fucking drive this far again ever in my life. But yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, there's a way you can route us out there. I think. But we told our management and our bookers and stuff that, um, you know, next time we do something big like that, like try and get us, you know, down into California, out into Arizona, New Mexico. And just do a bunch of shows along the way? or Along or just, the way, yeah. yeah. And, and then we'll we'll do a bunch of shows on the way back. So it's not this fucking 48-hour yeah, plus yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Yeah. But it's the lo that's the longest we've done, I think. That's the mm -hmm. longest drive we've ever done. We used to always talk about this 16 hour drive or something 17 hour drive we did one time from france to switzerland and us france up to norway wasn't it bottom of germany up to uh the top of denmark 
I'm getting it wrong completely. <laughs> Either way, it sounds, way, way, it it sounds it was, way more cool than California long. to, you know, Tennessee. Like, no, no, you know. But they're both equally different. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, I, the reason why I say France, because I think we played this festival and then we stayed in France that night. Am I wrong in saying that? We had to drive down where we were staying. Remember we were yeah, staying we in left, this big barn or something? Yeah, we left when it was dark and then we arrived when it was dark the next day too. Oh, wow, wow. But you know, that... 16 hours hasn't got a patch in 48 hour plus that's a long that's, that's a long ass drive yeah I was funny too because there's a couple of moments that, you know, now that I think about it there's a couple of great moments like a, our shit was breaking down along the way and all we were trying to jump out <laughs> jumping out of Walmart dealing with crackheads and everything it was, fucking, it was great <laughs> <laughs> it was great fun I, I, I feel like those are the things where the the in the moment it's like oh this fucking sucks but but afterwards when, it, when it's all done and you know you've got some time between it it's like you remember that one time we drove for 48 fucking hours yeah. and there was that crackhead at Walmart yeah oh that was fantastic yeah that was fun you know it's but, all going in the book it's all, yeah 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 so what, we're, we're, we're coming up on time here um, what where can people find you like, like if people want to get a hold of you people want to book you or just find out where you're playing you know if you type in on the internet on off one word all caps a lot of people like to put a slash in so, yeah, like yeah, ACDC yeah. or on space off and you know if you look up on off all caps one word you every, all our shit comes up pops up okay we're across all the different platforms and but you if you type it in right you know um you know just like I was on YouTube at a dinner party last night and there's all these reels coming up that I had no idea about was on the French Quarter in New Orleans, he's holding a parrot. Oh, I'm like, oh, what the fuck is he up to? I pressed on it. There he is, There's holding these fucking birds. I'm like, who filmed that, you know? Somebody did. Yeah. But uh, it's all on there. Like, I didn't even know if you know that. Like, but if you go onto YouTube and you Google know, yourself, man, there's pretty parrots. <laughs> New Orleans, that was a good time. We had a day off after our show the next day. And actually, it only rained. I think twice and that was one of the times it was in New Orleans but it was like a, a hot type of rain it was just so surreal summer rain almost oh wow wow mm, that's I, cool I know it wouldn't be showing time have you ever been to New Orleans no it's, it's on my list of places to go like dude when it's we get new culture it's, yeah. when yeah. we get New Orleans again on the tour you gotta come I'll, I'll take time off and we'll yeah. make it happen no you do dude New Orleans is epic man it's like Europe without the weed there you go <laughs> Not that we don't we don't smoke weed anymore. Like yeah. we, we kicked that habit a long time ago now. But you know, when we were there, it reminded me of Amsterdam. Right now, without the weed. Yeah, oh, I was epic. You know, cool, cool. But I'm gonna drag you with us. Yeah, that's, that's probably the way to do it. Maybe yeah, maybe we'll fly. No, you know what? It's not not to not to hold the mic or anything. But we we met people. You know, when you go on the road, you meet a lot of people, friends. You make friends, and um, you know this wonderful couple that we became friends with um, actually kind of brought us down to the French Quarter and um, fuck where am I going with this now well whatever shout out to them shout, shout out to them <laughs> yeah I don't know I was going to say something about New Orleans but anyway just a cool place to be it's a fucking great place to be but that now I remember it's Mardi Gras there right now oh yeah yeah so yeah, they're yeah. sending they're sending they invited us out to Mardi Gras they were like you should just fly out you can stay with us and when you're on the road and you're touring you've half a bottle of whiskey and you're like yeah this sounds the great same. let's do it <laughs> but then when you come back you're like fuck it I don't I know, do yeah, I don't know if I want to fly out and get drunk out there. I'd rather be on tour out there. But yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those guys are having a blast right now. They're like 
because Mardi Gras is insane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. big party. It seems like a big party. Mm. Maybe we need to book it when Mardi Gras Dur- during on. a Mardi. Yeah, let's do it. Get, get, get some beads or give give away some beads. Yeah, yeah. Anal beads or just. <laughs> Hey, I'm not. I'm not judging, man. You did, say, you did say it was the ass cast, right? I did say it was the ass cast. <laughs> On that note, see you at the shows. Bring some anal beads. Thank you so much for listening to the ass cast. I really, really appreciate it. You can find the ass cast online at yascast.com, where you can find information on past guests, information on becoming a guest, or you can reach out to contact me for whatever reason. If you're liking the show and you feel like you want to lend some support, check out my Patreon at patreon.com/yascast. I appreciate you so much. Love you.